Hi, everybody, and welcome to Shortcomings, a Sex in the City podcast, where we dive into every episode of Sex in the City, the two movies, and of course, and just like that, I'm your host, Samantha Bush. And as always, I'm joined by Chris Lewis. Hi, Chris. Hi, how are you? Good. I almost forgot my own name just then. That I was going to hear quite a pause. <laughs> yeah. Shock. Yeah, I was like, um, well, anyway. we're back. It's been a week, a little over a week since we've recorded. You were traveling. I was down with dysentery by way of cholera, by way of whatever Nicole Kidman Trench has in foot. Moulin Rouge consumption. Yeah. It was not glamorous. I had to take to bed for three days. And honestly, I'm not 100% sure I'm still well. But You're I am rolling on a giant glass of orange wine, and we'll just see what's going on. He's about to devolve into madness. We're going to get to what's what, you know? Well, I think the thing is, is like... Bottoms up. You might not feel great, but you're not coughing anymore. Right. The minute the cough was gone, I was like, let's go. We can get back on mic. Like, do I have any energy? No. In a post-COVID world is tough to hear, you know? Well, it was not COVID. I tested one million times. I know Mm -hmm. I've said on this podcast, tests have gone by the wayside for me. (laughs) I... My nose has been swabbed left and right. It feels like an SVU scene. That feeling is so crazy when it goes up into your brain. The little <sighs> Q-tip. And, and I want everyone to know, like, I don't play, okay? When I'm testing at home, I'm getting up there. <laughs> You're not just doing, like, a quick, Mm-mm. like... I've seen people and I'm like, buddy, we know you want that negative. <laughs> yeah. I get up there. Like, things are probably in a way that is unhealthy. Oh boy. It's like by your eye. Can feel it coming out. It's like Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um so it was not COVID. I don't know what it was. But I was dead. But I say all of this, but nothing impacted you all because hopefully producer Brian, King Brian, will get this to you all tomorrow. And for you all, nothing changed, you know? Yeah. But for our patrons, I did I do apologize. I did we did have to miss a bonus episode due to my illness because I simply couldn't get to it. But as a thank you to you all for your um, understanding, because I only got one nasty message from someone, <laughs> which I did not reply to. I simply blocked them. <laughs> <laughs> and a NyQuil haze at about 11.15 in the afternoon. What did they say? They were just like, if you're going to ask for my money, you need to fucking produce where are the bonus episodes. And I said, I went to reply and I was like, you know what? Fuck them. Block. Take your money and go. Walk. <laughs> I hope they did. Okay. And I hope they're still with us. They will be hearing this. And I don't care. Let them know. I was upset. You know, well, they do know I'm upset because, again, they were blocked. Right. Oh, God. They probably um, ran over to me. Yeah. <laughs> sitting over in They that got, off. I'll never read it. Yeah. Sitting over in that just hangout. <laughs> What's that little area called? Which is numbers. Like 10,000 messages pending. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I appreciate you guys. And as a thank you to our patrons, I have made the executive decision that I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to watch Sister Wives. Okay, not all of it. Not all of it. I will be starting at season... What season are we on currently? The, you want to watch the current episodes? I'm going to go back to the season before, wherever we are now. I think you need to start at season 14. Which one are we on now? 17. Okay, I don't think I can look. I, and look, you I'm have not, till a certain day. I'm not promising. I'm watching multiple like seasons. Oh. I will watch Sister Wives, and if it if it um keeps me, I will watch okay. multiple episodes. 
So look, I will suggest to you, set me up for success. Okay, then I would do the, not this current season, but maybe the the one before. So sec- so 16. 16. Mm-hmm. Yeah, set me up for success in terms of just like not wanting to turn it off instantly. Okay, that's it for you. All right, so we'll be watching that. And our next Zoom call will be Sister Wives themed. Mm-hmm. And you know who's going to pop up on there. She's going to go the fuck off. Does she have she... the date on our calendar? And I haven't told her. Well, she's a patron, so I'm sure she saw it the way everyone else can. Oh. <laughs> okay. True, true. So shout out to Grace. She Honestly, I will probably mute myself and just let her go. It's something that's going to grab you, Chris, and it's you're not going to be able to let go. I look at Bravo now so differently because of Sister Wives. Like, this is a real reality show. Like, these are real fucking people. Right, but not, I don't want that. What do you mean? I don't want real You want people. fake and phony and fake fights? Yes. Wow. Like, when I see you post those clips of Sister Wives, it's like stars too much like us. <laughs> I love it. I see I them and I'm like, so guys, what is going on with that lighting? When I see I those gotta tell you, it's like lines all I think loungers, about. It's all I watch. It's all I think about. It's everything to me. Those tight curls on that terrible man. Oh my God, those ringlets. They're getting tighter and tighter. That was whatever happened to baby Jane ringlets. Mm-hmm. I... And they're going to get more defined. In the season you're going to watch, they're crispy. Are you finished? <laughs> no, I'm on season 14. <laughs> okay, so do you want me to just join you where you are? Sure. That way we're talking, we're dealing with the same knowledge. I mean, by then I'll be oh, where you are. Yeah, by the by the time I'm we finish plying, this podcast. It's why you're watching it right now. Oh, Chris, I'm plowing through Sister Wives. I well, started this journey two weeks ago. I'm on season 14. Well, that is like me in a little That's show demented. That I've, I've gone back to the text on during my mm-hmm. sickness. And that is old episodes of The View on YouTube. Oh. No, I when I tell you I started at the year 2000. No, the view I want to say it airs every day for about mm. I think most of the year with the except I think 10 months a year. Mm. When I tell you I clicked on like beginning of season like 12 2008 when I finished I was in the year 2014. I'd watched <laughs> hundreds of episodes. <laughs> hundreds. I'm shocked you can get at all those. It, it, like it just is, it, it's it just a rolls. <laughs> oh, wow. Some brave soldier has uploaded them to the hilt. And I, I want to tell you a few things I found there. Now, I did text you a man mm-hmm. who I'm missing, Emerald Lagasse. Where is he? Where is Emerald? Just a crazy Italian man screaming, bam! And he was like a good guy. I, I did have to look him up to make sure he wasn't me too And he wasn't. Where is yeah, he? Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good Italian man. He's like the cake boss. Why isn't he like he must have like a crazy wife? He invented who could be on, like, Jersey EVOO. That was Rachel Ray. What? <laughs> yeah. Oopsie. I'm not take that away. Like, <laughs> let's support women here. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why. Also, why that information was so at the tip of my tongue. I was like, how dare yeah. you? My I believe bad. that was Rachel Ray. I believe. Remember her round studio? Have you seen her husband? Oh, I've my seen her God. old husband. No, the current one. Oh my god! Her pandemic show, she would be slumped over, um, a like her kitchen counter with that red faced alcoholic. John Cusimano. Mm-hmm. You see his eyes on him. Oh my! They are heavens. Beasts of burden. Those two. These two 
have they, two faces for for like the cheesecake factory like that is who they are he loves the cheesecake factory and i and, well i was gonna say i love the cheesecake factory i've never been to one i haven't either we should go i i don't eat at chain restaurants other than a brian will you go with me brian's like yeah. absolutely not there's Sorry, producer brian everyone muted. hot on the mic Hot on oh, the mic. Hello. His debut is to well, on gonna, the podcast. Yeah, Chocolate he's going to be Factory. popping in now. Are you a mm-hmm. Cheesecake Factory boy, Brian? Absolutely. I can't believe you guys have never been. To I've never been. Factory. I don't think I've been. You would know. I think I would know. I think I would have touched down on Cheesecake. Have you been Factory to the Rainforest Cafe? Of course, of course. See, you, that's a place you know you've been. See, that's a place <laughs> okay. I don't think I've ever been. No, is the Cheesecake Factory akin to the Rainforest Cafe? Is it also it, playing like? But it's just like, like a White very large place, <laughs> and I just feel like you would know if you've been there. Yeah. But those big menus filled with buffalo chicken menu. wraps. I hate a big menu. Oh, my God, Brian. We're going to have so much fun. I like a menu so with three things on it. Fun. We're going to have so much fun. I'll meet you guys after drink for drinks. We're going to drink You guys are going to have a massive hangover. Oh, perfect. You're going to wash that pina colada to down. To numb like this a, pain. <laughs> like a diet Dr. Pepper. Pretty oh, heartbroken, God. yeah. Oh. Yeah, we are dealing with two heartbroken BBs here. <laughs> what are we going to do about it? I guess Losing not. Losing love in a hopeless mm. place. And it's not Patreon, I'm telling you that right now. 20. Oh. <laughs> <Brian>. <laughs> the mic is hot. Sorry. Um, but if you guys are wanting to get it, producer Brian, look, he's available. He's available. He'll be he's in the gonna... tri-state area coming soon. He's, he's in Florida currently. So if you're in Florida. And we're not looking to pick up any strays there, unfortunately. <laughs> so we're going to wait till next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Starting>. <laughs> We're not looking to tether ourselves to Florida. Denny Floridians. Unfortunately. And shout out to all okay. of our F- Florida listeners, you know. But if you get yourself out of there, mm-hmm. we'll see what we can do with you. You know, just get yourself up to Savannah at least. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll do that. Okay. <laughs> now I have to tell you, I was, you know how they, you know how you've told me that the airport is a very sexy place and I argued with you about this. Yeah, it's cool. It's the sexiest place. One Chris. <laughs> I saw... The sexiest man at the airport. This the other hot day. dad running around the Holy airport, frustrated. Fuck. No, he was sitting where he was getting on the plane I was getting on, and I was like, "Oh my god, he's coming to Michigan. Who is he?" He was so fucking hot, and I just wanted oh, nothing happened. <laughs> of course, it I didn't. wanted it to happen. You just oh. stared at him blankly. I'm sure. I did with your drool. tongue out, your scoliosis, <laughs> panting like a fucking dog. <laughs> Why don't you just go up to him and say hello? That's insane behavior. That's no, not it isn't. Crazy. That's how, that's was how texting, shit happens. I guys was texting, love that shit. That's sick. That is sick. And you know what? I looked really cute. I was in like a cute outfit and had my hair done and everything. And he looked at me. We made eye contact. Did you? And he had a mustache and thigh tats. And I was really into what he was serving up. He sounded... He, guys, he was so hot. It was sick. And... So I texted Gracie and I was like, oh my God, there's the hottest guy. And she was hanging out with Will and his friends. So that's her fiance and his friends. And she was like, what should Sam do? And they were like, oh my God, she should send him a drink on the plane. I don't think you can do that on planes. Sick. That would never happen. I've sent people drinks at bars. I would never be that forward. How do you get airport walking up to a stranger? No, look, as someone who's had sex in an airport bathroom, you... With a stranger? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
What? <laughs> and again, the mic is the mic is hot. <laughs> now, this is the problem. We did record for we were just chatting for about thirty minutes, and now I forgot. There will be a timestamp for those concerned. But I've forgotten that, like, you know, this is now getting out to the people. And that's a story, you and know. not behind sh- the paywall. Mm, unfortunately. Maybe we'll just add, like, a beep over that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but look, Honestly, I, didn't, I want to have sex in the airport bathroom. I didn't thrilling. Get to, I didn't get to that by but not saying hello how... to a stranger. How did you, you get, get to, to the that? airport well, early? The thing is, is have like about we were 97 at our drinks. Gate. And then... We were at our gate. It was really busy. Maybe if it was just like us <laughs> alone yeah, in the airport. Famously, air- famously, airports are always empty and full of just empty. two people. That's the premise of the new Meg Ryan rom-com. I don't They're alone be, in the airport. I don't, don't want to be unkind, but that movie does look terrible. Unfortunately. And I know one loves Meg more than me. Clearly got, not enough. I've got a You've Got Mail poster above my television. She's everything to me. But oof, when I saw that trailer, I thought, where's Nora? She's in the ground. Dead. We need her back. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, that's been quite a recap. <sighs> what a whirlwind. Um, yeah, I just, I hope I see him somewhere one day. So I, I can feel stare like at him if again. you went to that bar we went to that my for, for, that a guy I that super guile I feel like mustaches and neck tattoos and thigh tattoos. Oh, they're they running rampant. Over. But the thing is, is like and when you see him in a sea of all these other ones, they're not as special or hot. He's definitely been to that bar with that gentleman who showed us his dick. Um, is he I, still I don't working there? I don't go there without you. <laughs> you should circle Have back. Him? I will, now that I'm going to be a lady of, you know... The night? <laughs> I don't know. In the town. <laughs> Airports? Yeah, lady oh. of just airport terminals. If I had, like, one vodka soda in me, I would have sidled right up next to him. Uh, if you'd had one sip of vodka in you, you can't are the worst drunk I've ever seen. One sip, you're screaming. You're making no I'm sense. I'm just a loud person. No, Sam. You were literally... And across the room... What's what's what are you writing in that book over there, buddy? Our bartender showed us his dick, and he was writing in a leather-bound journal. God forbid I ask what's going on. <laughs> it was just shocking. I was like, and he simply showed us empty pages, empty pages. He was like, I will fill them with future dreams. We were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so you're pretending to write in the book? <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. He was um. Remember a bag he, of tricks. He liked um, imagery from like medical journals, and he would get those yeah, tattooed yeah, on his yeah, body. Yeah. Well, wasn't he also doing the tattooing himself? No, no, because remember he was like, "I did this one myself." He was he had done like two of them on his hand with like a just a needle and like a hot pick. Oh god! <laughs> and we were like, "What?" And then he was like, "I'm going to move to Texas to learn, to Spanish, learn Spanish, and then I'm going to Mexico City." I was like, sir, Duolingo. We don't need to Yeah, move. I'm like, you don't have to move to Texas. It was a crazy day. Detroit was a mess. A yeah. fuck mess. I was like, why is no one working? What's going on? It's Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. You were like, it's 4th of July week. And I'm like, that's not a thing where everyone takes also, off the like, week before 4th of July. But also it wasn't. <laughs> I just like, thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <sighs> Well, if you enjoyed that, again, you can always join us over on Patreon. We'll be getting up to stuff about Sister Wives. This week's episode, 
I am going to rail about the Real Housewives of New York because I'm not happy about what's going on over there at all. Okay. What's going on? I, don't you know what? I can't even talk about it right now because I'm going to have to do some railing about this episode of Sex in the City in a bit. So I don't want to keep make it too negative. And speaking of negativity, let's bring in some positivity by thanking our iconic shorties, Gina, Carlos, Kimberly, Christina, Lauren, Jenny, Ainsley, Kate, Laura, Charlotte, Taylor, Dana, Laura, Laura Lee, Claire, Allie, Jen, Caitlin, Kristen, Lindsay, Casey, Stephanie, Justine, Alexandra, Gracie, Haley D, Haley P, Sky, Rosie, and Trench School. I love Trench School. Trench School. Trench School. Brian, is that you? Is that made up? <laughs> it's the only name they supplied, you know? What? And look, we are teetering really close to 500. So if there are about 10 more of you who want to sign up, my heart would explode outside of my body if I saw that little ticker. My head would spin around. I wouldn't know what was going on. You're like the exorcist over here. But then we would still yeah. get on mic. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> we would just have... <laughs> are we ever going to talk about Sex in the City? This... And no, because I did have one more thing that okay. went down. And well, also, is, you. I have to remind the listeners, you and I haven't gotten on mic together in about a week. And, and also, I didn't have much going on in my life because I was dying. Right. So what's up? Now, of course, I was watching, you know, The View nonstop. And it did segue me into another show that I'd sort of forgotten about. And that is The Real Housewives of D.C. Because they appeared oh on the show amidst that scandal. And I had forgotten that Mikhail Salahi had accused Whoopi Goldberg of abusing her. What? <laughs> Whoopi just simply touched her shoulder and she claimed Whoopi abused her. Now, what segued me there was into a documentary about the Salahis, a six-part documentary. There's a six-part documentary? <laughs> Shouldn't it just be, they did it, the end? <laughs> well, no, because I, they did a lot more. I forgot. They, they did? They had snuck into, I didn't know they snuck into multiple political events, like seven. What? All of which they were dragged out of by their hair. You're fucking lying. They, there were congressional hearings. There were, yeah, and they said, <laughs> I plead the fifth. And th- there were emails back and forth with this woman, like, please let us in, pl- let us in, let us in, let us in, we promise, like, we're, we're good for it. Like, lo- he at one point claimed his attendance at the White House state dinner would be good for, like, Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Tarek Salahi said this? <laughs> yes. The yes. man with that dusty vineyard? <laughs> that vineyard with not a grape to be not found. Not a grape? Remember they were store-bought? I have I, okay, and then I went over to Peacock and tried to find the Real Housewives of DC because I was like, I have to you see can't. the show again. Mm-hmm. It has been scrubbed from the internet, mm-hmm. except that six-part documentary. What is it on? Like YouTube? Like YouTube? I have YouTube. just spent more hours on YouTube in the last like six days, <laughs> my entire oh, life. Oh my god! And so, and I had forgotten the other women. They are the most boring cast I've ever seen. There's what? a woman on that show called I Mary, them. who is I loved her and her hot dead husband. asleep. She, Sam, I've never seen a housewife more more tired. We have been dragging. She had five kids. Okay, we have been dragging Robin for being sleepy. Mary is literally passed out. Like her eyes are closed during confessionals. Then there's a black woman as dead eyed as anyone I've Stacey. ever seen. Stacy completely. Then there's a bag of tricks named Cat. Remember her? Oh my god! Yeah, she was married to the Obama's photographer, and then he like 
ghosted and then, her and they never heard and from him ever again. making out with Prince Harry mm-hmm. and had a book about her cell phone. And, mm-hmm. and there was a woman who was, I think, a madam. Who was that? What was her name? The, the, she was like the Linda? short woman. Yeah, Linda. she was a bit of a madam with a black boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is a great cast. We have a woman great with a cast. clear pill problem, Mary. Yeah. And 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 a criminal. So how else was the view? Like, what else was going on in two thousand eight, two thousand? Well, I'll tell you, Dancing with the Stars was a sensation. They talk about it every app. They're like, "Well, every last episode. night on Dancing with the Stars." <laughs> I'm like, "Was this show sweeping the nation?" It, w- Chris, it really was. It's just a it culture was everywhere. It, was, it seemed to be monoculture. Like everyone was watching it because everyone was watching it. What? It captivated the nation. Bristol Palin, also huge. Never not talking oh. about her. I've been a person I was that when Levi she was Johnston getting, like, every which way. And, mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's just like they would talk about things and I'd be like, whoa, like, that's so Raven Flash to my past. The way that that whole story, like, like we couldn't escape Bristol and Levi. A lot of John plus Kate. For a lot him. of John plus Kate. Oh. A lot of Kate appearing on the show and Whoopi simply looking at her and saying, like, you're irresponsible and a terrible mother. Now, you sent me a clip last week of The View of Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, my God. Chris. <laughs> Guys, they're discussing they're discussing race in terms of, like, the vice presidential, like, uh, Kamala Harris. And Whoopi's like, and we need to be more, like, careful about, are you pregnant? <laughs> Just to a woman who is the, who, and everyone is like, "What's happening?" Like she was in a full sentence, and then just simply goes, "Are you pregnant?" And, and people's mouths are open. They're shooting to the audience, and everyone's like, "What's going? What's going on?" Producers are like scrambling, looking for papers. Like, is there a pregnancy reveal happening? And then the woman just simply goes, "No." Do I look pregnant? And Whoopi says, "Yes." You're glowing. Well, no. Then, like, um, one of the other women was like, "She's got that pregnancy glow, right?" Whoop, and Whoopi's like, "Yeah, I guess." <laughs> then Whoopi at one point just simply stood up and asked for a hug of one of the other women. I think Whoopi was on some stuff that day. <laughs> she was taking what Mary was taking, and I don't begrudge her. You know, that, that clip was. Everything oh, you know to who me. else was talked about often? <gasps> a little lady named Octomom. <gasps> oh. My to be God. back in the loving arms of 2009. To be back in the loving arms of Octomom, John and K plus eight, Levi and Bristol Palin, and then Dancing with the Stars. Those sound like simple times. That's why I wasn't leaving. They were talking about Bush, and I was like, oh, what I give to be mad at him about the <laughs> Iraq war. <laughs> I would give. <laughs> Weapons of mass destruction. Oh, that sounds quaint. Oh, I know. And um, and then there was a quote from Giselle Bundchen where she simply said, every mother should have to breastfeed for six months. I am concerned when I see mothers using formula. And I thought, well, Giselle, I don't, yeah. The things people used to say and, like, the backlash, they didn't really receive it. People just talked about it, like, around their And it was just like, table. well, there's nothing we can do about it. Like, let's move on. I kind of miss that. I, I like, both who do cares if don't. that's how she feels? Right, it's not like we're Why looking at her Gis- as our arbiter of like maternal health. No. What are we give looking a at fuck. her for? I, me, I'm not looking at her for anything. Oh, I'm looking at her constantly. You know what I can't wait to watch? And this is why maybe I don't have my head with Giselle. Is because like for me, the supermodels are the original girls. And I can't wait to get my eyes on that new documentary on Apple. I think it comes out this week. I think it is out tomorrow. 
and oh. I will be watching it as soon as I wake up. Because those are like my girls, and that's why I can't really speak to Giselle and like mm. the gang. Like the Adriana Limas. Like, those are the janky girls. The Candace Swampanels. Well, all those even... girls were, like, Victoria's Secret models. Yeah, they, they weren't, weren't, like, fashion girls. Like, they weren't... I mean, Giselle was a fashion girl. But the but other ones were with, just... like, Gianni super... Versace, you know, before his death. No, they no, they the weren't. The way Naomi was. They weren't no, with Elia, and listen, you know? those are also my girls. But I just really love Giselle because I find her to be absolutely stunning. I find and her I to love be her as nor average as you can get. In terms of a supermodel. In terms of a supermodel, okay? So we have to have a sliding scale here. I just don't think there's anything... We're not writing home about anything. I've seen her in those dorky glasses and the Devore's Prada. Get her out of here. I'd rather look at Emily Blunt. Oh, my God. This is too hot. Brian, what do you think of Giselle? Brian's like, get me the fuck out of here. Pass. Hot takes. What? Yeah, she's nothing to write home about, What are you guys talking about? She's his average Giselle? Giselle. I'll take Giselle Bryan over any day. Any day. I cannot believe, like, what I'm hearing. I feel like I live on an alternate universe. <laughs> I just don't think she's anything to write home about. I'm sorry. Giselle. We're talking Giselle. about the same Giselle, right? Yeah, married to that disgusting, golem-looking man. Okay. And I've seen him in person. And We're going to have to move on, because <laughs> I don't know what to do with this. This is too hot. <laughs> I'm just in shock. Like, I don't know what's going on. And then for Brian to come in with his, you know what, Brian, that was so rude. It is true. And I feel like once you sit with it, it will like, you're going to send me a text in like 10 days. That's like, okay, I Chris, know. I have an entire Pinterest board dedicated to her and her hair. I am going to relate this to another time you were titled hair the, gods. You were off the mark on another person. And that was Mr. Andrew Garfield. And it you you once you hear the truth, it sits with you. No, and then you come back later. So I can't I, take this on. This is I really see upsetting. I circling back in ten days, and you like, wow, she is like, you know, a J Crew model, and that's okay. Oh my god, what's wrong with Andrew Garfield? Sam, I wrote to her like, I just saw this movie. Andrew Garfield is gorgeous, and she dared to write back to me like, Oof, I don't really get his appeal. Then not. Three days later, did she send me like a spread of him? Like my legs are literally wide open are for Andrew you guys Garfield. Okay, look at her. Right? Yeah, I'm. Not okay, what gay. do you want me to see? Is she's an average-looking white woman? An average-looking woman. Yeah. yeah what do I you mean, think of me? I'm a fucking Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> <laughs> look, Jesus well, Christ. Look, we've got high standards over here, you know. Clearly. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, my God. I'm going to start getting into full glam when I record this podcast. This is so upsetting. Brian and I are like, look alive, but get gone. Get gone. Look better than Giselle? You guys, like, literally need to honestly seek help. I'm really... I'm, this is really pissing me off. <laughs> She's an average-looking woman? Yeah, this for a woman. model. For a model. Yeah, look, she's got a wink going. Oh, she's so fun. Oh my god. She has no sense of personality, no sense oh of joy, god. no sense of style. She Have is... you ever thought that maybe Tom took all of that from her? You know, she did. I like to give women agency and I believe she can be average all on her own. Oh my god. This is so upsetting. This is gonna cause so much discourse in our Patreon. Patreon, it's gonna cause discourse in our reviews. <laughs> So I'm going to get hit with that women-hating vibe I get sometimes. And I know I just invited it by saying that. But, yeah, um, you did. Yeah. I mean, there she is having fun. Still an she average She thinks she's a real... Oh my god, Brian, you make me sick. 
I'm pissed. All right, she's an average-looking woman. Look, she's not one of our tops, you know, yeah. and that's okay. Yeah, I don't need to, to just justify. call her Giselle is average. I mean, I, th- that, those words have never been uttered. You guys are the first. I have felt very open to say it, and I feel like it's... You feel open to say everything that you think. But I just feel like it's just true. It's not like a... I mean, there is there are some controversial statements you know I hold that I do not say on this podcast. Mm-hmm. For fear of us being run off the internet. I wish this was one of them. This one, I'm like, I think everyone knows this to be true in their hearts. Let's see how many people uh, agree with us. Okay. You'll be shocked. <laughs> Or, you know, we're going to hear, like, I just don't think about her. Like, I think people are going to be like, oh, yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have to move on. I can't it. take this on. Um, should we get into Sex in the City? Please. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew what we were even covering this week? Let's make sure we get a timestamp on this one for sure. For sure. So today we are covering Season 6, Episode 8, The Catch. We'll start with a little episode synopsis. Carrie considers the idea of a true catch. Miranda's anxiety is at a high over meeting Debbie. Charlotte faces bad luck on her big day. And Samantha's, I don't actually, I don't even know what the fuck she's up to. Breaking bracelets at weddings. Guys. Tapping it on the counter. What the fuck is this episode? Oh. My God. Chris, it's honestly. This is the worst episode of Sex in the City. (laughs) I was going to say it. It it, did. This is. It is one of. It was. Worst. What was happening? And this is Charlotte's wedding to the love of her life. And it's the worst episode. Like, what the fuck does that tell you? It's horrible. I have never been so bored, but also felt like it was bamboozling me. Like, I didn't feel safe. Mm -mm. Not in the way, like, where I don't feel safe during and just like that, where it could be, like, a happy surprise that pops out. This Mm -hmm. was, like, I don't feel like we're even watching the show. Bye, Brian. (laughs) Said he gotta go. Can't do this he said, anymore. I'm sick of being yelled at about Giselle. <laughs> He's like, just I've been told basically to fuck off about Giselle and I'm get gone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this episode. Woof. Did you find any redeeming qualities in it? I found one. I mean, I'm happy Harry and Charlotte are happy. I liked when Miranda got bonked on the head by the flowers. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fun. That's like a nice joke for this show. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I was dreading. I knew it was you know, bad. I knew it was going to be bad. Like I knew that the 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 catch and the swinging was going to be nonsensical. I mm-hmm. had forgotten that nothing else happens in the episode. Just that. This to me feels like they barely even were they just trying to meet a quote of like fuck we got to get to twelve episodes. I think the thing is, is with this episode, and you know who didn't show up once again was Doctor Robert. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Once He's again, never I was coming. like, like is Do we even... hallucinate him? I was like, is this a mirage? Are we ever? It's like a mirage in the desert. Like, we're never quite going to get there. Every week, mm-hmm. we're like, next week, we know it, baby. We get him. We're I think he is him. coming next week. Chris, <laughs> I really do. I don't even want to say it anymore. I say it every goddamn week, and he's never showed up. He has to. We only have two more episodes before the end of the first half of the season. I know. Well, the thing with this episode is like, before when we started this podcast many moons ago 97 years ago ago, this was the episode that stood out to me where it was like the worst episode i had ever that like i could think of but then we drudged through shit and i thought by the time we got to this one we'd look at it like sunny no like we had to go to la okay we had to go to vegas and watch her eat saltwater we had to go to 
Yeah, <laughs> Atlantic City, not even Vegas. Oh, fuck. I wish it was Vegas. I wish we. We had to watch them on Vegas. that train. Oh my god, Mr. Giggles or whatever the fuck that dog's name was. Oh my god, the I'm thing looking is, back on that train fondly. Fondly, <laughs> actually, I think I liked that episode. Did you? Yeah, we did because we liked her with Big in the bed. Yeah, that was nice. All right, should we get into Miranda? I, well, how are we not starting with Samantha? <laughs> because she's got nothing going on. All right, do you want to start with Samantha? Because we can wrap that up in about five seconds. Okay, Samantha? Samantha's having trouble putting her clothes on. Samantha and taking them off. No, I did think that is a really relatable thing. Like, I had a sweater that I could not get on and off. Um, and I could only wear it when I knew a roommate would be home in my early 20s. So I do think, like, being single, there are, like, things that you... Or even being sick this past week. Like, I had to go to the store every time I needed more medicine. There are just things that when you're a single person require... that. Mm-hmm. See, I can see, like, tears welling in both your mind's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Look alive, babies. Welcome yeah. to hell. Brian's like... Brian's like... like Fucking hate my life. (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna be dragging yourself to the grocery store when you're sick. Nobody's there to take care of you. Okay. When the toilet paper roll is, it's all you, baby. You gotta get up and get Uh, a get a new one. That's so lonely. Well, I use a bidet, but yeah. Oh, (laughs) oh, Florida living. Wow. (laughs) No, that's before Florida as well. He's a squatty potty king. I'm sure. Are you guys do not use bidets? I don't. That a bidet is not available to me in my home. Yeah, you, you can should we be one. using one? Install Absolutely. one. Do I have a second like line? Oh, you mean yeah. on your regular toilet? I thought you were. I yeah. thought you were like a second. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally like, huh? Okay, a bidet, a bidet. It's like, where would I even put that in my bathroom? Yeah, <laughs> not that big in there. So it's like on the shower. You can install one, like as a like mm-hmm. an add-on, mm-hmm. like special mm-hmm. feature. Why do you use one? He just wants his ass to be clean. It's more efficient and you're saving paper. Wait, so you're not using paper in addition to the bidet? No, I am using paper in okay, addition to the like, bidet. But just no, not as much. But not as much, exactly. Okay, okay, okay. And then the wipes, know. those like baby wipe stuff, I feel like just, you also use a lot of that. So No, I do think you should be using those. Anyone who's just wiping their ass with just regular toilet paper... I'm concerned. There needs to be a moisture involved. Well, the thing is, with women, you need like special wipes. Right. No, I, well, look, you can't I never, get fragrance. I, I was not speaking to women when I said that. I'm speaking you to men and they're nasty assholes. Mm, yeah. Oh, no, I don't know how we got there. From I that. was recently asked a really crazy question by a man. He Go asked on. me that if he like cleaned his asshole and shaved it and are like you took already care out of there business? enough that men are asking you to eat their ass? This is like a, he's circling back, you know? So this is a previous guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That I had dated previously. Um, He asked me if I would eat his ass. Like if he could sit on my face and eat. And I was like, you are sick. Sam, don't kink shame him. Just say I no. did. I said, I'm not eating your butt like groceries. That's not happening. At least he had the courage to ask. He is demented. Guys, he's crazy. Ass, I'm open to it. Oh, my God. Is it that Greek guy? No. I, no. Know, I scrolled through my phone recently looking for something. I saw a picture of him. and was like, ah! <laughs> His nude. <laughs> Let's give this man some respect and dignity. <laughs> Why? He doesn't have any for himself. 
That's true. <laughs> Riding that Vespa around like Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> Literally a Greek Lizzie McGuire through the hills of Cleveland. Um, so Steve suggests that Miranda meet. I love Debbie. that we're just skipping over everything. Like we've oh, just wait, had a we lot didn't of talk ass about talk. <laughs> well, what is there to say? How did we get from Samantha to ass talk? We were talking about things you do when you're alone, and then Brian and then, started crying, uh, and then now we're bidets, and then yeah. now eating ass. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, she's just upset, and I. So I thought it was actually a cute little um story and idea i just wish it had been funnier or also more emotionally connected to the idea of smith leaving her like to go to mexico it felt like watching very disjointed. her hit her wrist on a counter to try I to can't get imagine her bracelets that's the way to off. take that off it's not and like you can figure out how to take it off it's not hard right it was like I a class zipping the dress up that made sense to me yeah, like it is annoying, you know, when you have to like unzip and zip the back of your dress, but like you figure it out. I liked it, but I ha- also hated it. Now let's move Miranda's way. Okay. What did you think of him, Steve, suggesting she meet Debbie? I thought Steve was so fucking manipulative in this whole situation. I thought it was actually kind of nice that he said, um, she is spending a lot of time with Brady. Mm-hmm. And I know. I he- meant like. It was manipulative in him just bringing Debbie over. Oh, that was not nice. Hoping yeah. basically to catch Miranda so that they could meet because he obviously knew Miranda wasn't going to do it on his on her own. Now, let's talk about that scene because the way that scene is shot, they basically have him be a disembodied voice. <laughs> I don't and, think that was David uh, Eigenberg's feat. I don't know if they couldn't get them on set that day. Magda. No, also, let's talk about Magda's work priorities and what so she began as her cleaning woman she mm-hmm. has now transitioned into basically Brady's second mother yeah and she's still expected to vacuum like miranda's <laughs> like it's pretty dusty under there bitch can't you get to work i'm like this woman is raising your child i'm sure she gets like, paid why don't well. you vacuum under your own fucking bed you i don't think she does you don't think miranda pays her well I, I I don't see union safety rules I'd like to be getting there. I'm not seeing, like, pay. I, I think she's getting paid in cash. I don't know that there are any benefits. Wow. That's upsetting. Yeah. I'm, Miranda's not in her and just like that era yet. She's in her capitalist lawyer era. Yeah. I think she's getting paid about $150 a week. And Chris. isn't even allowed to eat. <laughs> She has to make Steve sandwiches, but can't lunch. have one herself. That's really sad. I was thinking she was getting paid at least a pretty penny. I don't think so. Wow. Remember when she had her sleeping on the couch? Because she doesn't have a guest room? Oh, my. This poor woman. The fact that she stayed with that family for so long, it really speaks to how tragic her own personal family must be. Yeah. They're all in the old country. I think she's the only one here. Yeah. Old Ukraine. And okay. My thoughts are with Ukraine always. Hard to get out of this. Yeah. <laughs> we need to move on. <laughs> Debbie. Okay, so Steve's disembodied voice. Calls him Brady-licious. Sick. And then, okay, but, but it's almost like whoever directed this episode has told them to act like they're on a CBS sitcom. They're like, we're going to go to Blockbuster this week. Okay, but you got to let me pick the video this time. I'm like, what is going on? What show is this? Yeah, 
Yeah, it was crazy. She's like, he is just. Why the fuck would Debbie, who I've defended, mm-hmm. I think, would walk into Miranda's room? I would have strangled the life out of her. Like, you're a stranger. Yeah, like, don't come in here. And she's walk- she's got really good style. I'm like, does she? Yeah. I feel like it's pretty basic. It's pretty, it's just a bed. <laughs> like, a, Yeah. Um, I just thought it was, like, really I shitty that. I put the crib together. Of course you did. You're a fucking father. Yeah. You had nothing else going on. And actually, wait, didn't Miranda put the crib together while he sat on the floor crying? Correct. She had to pick up those fucking pieces. Oh, my God. This dude. Relatable. Um, so what did you think of Miranda hiding under the bed? I thought it was like a funny thing. I thought it was way too sitcom-y. And overall, it, it, it was. Like, this entire episode is way too sitcom-y for me. Chris, like, every beat the of entire feels... episode was around the circus. It felt like, okay, but it wasn't like fun circus, like that freak show episode where we kept hearing like Barnum and Bailey music. like Oh, where they were like scared? Yeah. This is like, we're just, we're in Mike and Molly. Like, we are at... Still Mom. standing. We're at, we're Chuck Lorre territory here, okay? Mm-hmm. And speaking of The View and things I had to refollow, you know, I did touch down on that Charlie Sheen drama. And that was mm-hmm. quite fun. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. That was really wild. When he, what was he saying? Tiger blood? Yeah, and then of course it came out that he was like HIV positive. Things mm-hmm. were amiss. And then Chuck- we met his wife, his ex-wife on Beverly Hills. Well, I had already known Denise Richards. No, I know, but like we got to know more about her. I watched every episode of Denise. It's complicated. I loved that show with her dad. Her father was a saint, and I don't understand why he was never on unless he's dead. No, he was still with us. I was like, I guess there is a pretty clear way why he didn't appear on that show. Yeah, no, he was still with us. Okay, is he dead now? I don't keep tabs on Mr. Richards. Uh, he's not up there with the people who really need to... You know who did pass that I actually was sad about? Oh. Camille Grammer's mom. Um, then Alexis Polino's no... mom just passed away and she broke up with her fiancé the same week. Well, that's upsetting, but I can, that have was sad. No, I can have no sort of feelings for Camille after Damn. the Brett Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh. at all. It's yeah, like, I just felt sad because her mom had battled cancer off and on for like 30 years. I'm sad her mother's dead. I don't want that's, her to be dead, but I don't. That's what I was sad about. I don't care for Camille. Kemi. Pernicious. Let's get into Charlotte. Okay. <laughs> so they're doing their engagement shoot and I thought, well, Friends also did this storyline where <laughs> the exact same storyline. I felt like they were in Charlotte and they um, did. Chandler and Monica are on that same. It's literally like they're on the same rock. Really? Yeah. I never got that far in Friends. And I was like, Jesus Christ, really? And I don't know if this came first, but I was like, here we go. And I thought Friends did it better. It was, I really didn't enjoy seeing Anthony. I mean, he was probably for me like the highlight of the episode. You liked the horror, the horror joke? I mean, compared to like, then we Carrie, did another horror joke later. I just, I appreciated his attitude about getting like the perfect candles for her wedding on the phone with the, with the planner okay. or whatever. Let's talk about this wedding. Yeah. It is the most sterile, boring wedding I've ever seen on television. I didn't see an ounce of joy. It, color. I don't think we were supposed to. It just felt like, but this is like, we've been building to this like, 
this is Charlotte's love of her life. Like, this is Mm -hmm. the moment she is finally going to be happy. She's found the man of her dreams. Mm -hmm. Couldn't they have done a little bit more? Well, they couldn't because the whole premise of it was everything goes wrong and her wedding is terrible. Right, but I don't want that. I don't either. It felt like, let's not do that. Let's give this woman the wedding she fucking deserves. Yeah, I agree. Or if we're going to do it, we need to make the jokes funnier. Like, she shouldn't have simply slipped. She should have done a carry in that store in Paris, fall down the aisle. Like, Mm -hmm. if we're going to have it be a mess, like, she spills, like, a sip of wine on her. I'm like, make it bigger, bolder, braver. I would have strangled the life out of Samantha if she did that at my wedding. And drop those pearls all over the floor. I would have strangled the everyone... life out of Carrie if she arrived in that Heidi curl. <laughs> Chris, it now, was I so know bad. She let, I know she let them like, was just like, no bridesmaids dresses. We do have to give people some direction. They look right. like three women just wandered off the street and stood next to her. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm looking up what, she, what her hair was like for Trey and... I Charlotte's did think her wedding, wedding dress was stunning and much much more my style and beautiful than it her was first pretty. big wedding dress to Trey. I agree. I totally agree. But I just felt like the wedding just seemed so like dull and lifeless and boring. The this episode kind stuffy. of was. I was just like, this is like this should have been one of the weddings of the century. Like I should I should list Charlotte and Harry's wedding as like one Your of my favorite. favorite TV weddings I've ever seen. Yeah, I agree. Honestly, I remember Trey's the wedding to Trey more, and we didn't even spend any time. Did we even go in? We were just in the cathedral, remember? And she was like, he And we were just up. in the foyer and then out on the stairs. Yeah, we were in like the what do they call it? Like the pentacle. Yeah. What is it called? Atrium? <laughs> I called it the foyer, like it was someone's house. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it it just was, you know, for them being like my favorite love story of the whole show, it's strange that their wedding is such a <clears throat> non-event. Yeah. And her and I felt like the rehearsal dinner was like, and now we're having a casual rehearsal dinner at home. I'm like, what? It was, yeah, it just wasn't grand like I I wanted it to be. Second wedding, but we had we stole that black woman's like whole night. So that Charlotte could feel she could have the big wedding. And that's what we got. Yeah. Felt like a real, like, just limp dick. It really did. It was disappointing. It was like when you go out with, like, a hot guy and then you bring them back and, like, they got nothing for you. Not a thing. Mm-mm. Love disappointing. Harry, but disappointing. Underwhelming. Speaking of underwhelming, let's get into Carrie. Wow, we're really cruising through this. Well, this what is one. there to talk about? And I mean, look, we talked for a hundred hours. We're like, before. okay, Miranda saw Debbie's feet. <laughs> I mean, did you have more to say? No, I didn't. But it's just funny. Would you like to ta- would you like to talk more about um Samantha and like tip tap and her neck her bracelet? No. I sure don't. I mean, Carrie had a little bit more going on. So we open and we learn that for some reason Carrie's editor has mandated she go swing on a trapeze and this to me is where we left sitcom world and went into the sequel to how to lose a guy to 10 days no one ever wanted like we are at like i'm a i'm a girl who works at a newspaper in new york city i gotta go for a fly on a trapeze it's like what what Mm -hmm. world is this we've never seen her editor or give her assignments before never to the point Never. where we knew at one point she was writing about socks. She was and so poor. And then poor Stanley had to sit Stanley. there 
Sorry, Stanford. Am I okay? <laughs> His name was Stanford. He had to sit there for two hours while she was like playing catch with this trapeze Making little guy. Jokes like you're the queen. You're the you're queen the of queen sky. of the world. Uh-huh. I'm like, what is this Bart oh, Simpson? God. I wish that harness broke. <laughs> She's been flying into the river. I wish I was going to the bar. Oh boy! I know, and he. She's like, "Have you heard that before?" He's like, like "Yes, all the time." Shut Get up! On the I, 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 he wanted to push her just like that. <laughs> he really did. Well, and my thing is, is like, she was there for two hours and couldn't do the catch. No, you it's keep like saying the, two hours. Was that a time that was, that was no, explained? Yes. Okay. It was like two hours later. I know the episode felt two hours long. No, it was like two hours later. I was on my way to doing the catch that I never did, or something. So then we're at brunch and we're hanging out on the side of the street. And I did really like um, how Harry sort of bopped into the scene. It felt like very disruptive to the show. We we know like, oh my God, a man is interrupting brunch. But it felt very natural. I liked it. And what I did not care for was the introduction of a character named Howie. (laughs) This gentleman, the minute he popped up on screen, was giving very MAGA energy. Not to bring up someone's friend, but where was Howie on January 6th? Um, oh, Lord. Here we go. <laughs> you know, people I have would... been people have been proud boys, you know? People have been. Uh, people have been radicalized, and I think Howie was. Howie 100% was on the, the QAnon websites. Oh, Howie's... De- if, he, if Howie's not, like, mm-hmm. radicalized on January 6th, he's definitely Q. Yeah, for sure. He doesn't believe in the jab. When he... First of mm-hmm. all, and this has been a bigger problem when they write jokes on this show and then the characters have to laugh in a way that the joke isn't funny when he's like, and then we're going to go get our balls. They laugh like fucking Che Diaz. Cackling as they are. hags. How <laughs> oh, Howie. I'm like, what? They thought he was like the funniest man on to ever walk this earth. And Carrie, and Carrie actually had some goddamn sense for a second, which she was like, I'm really good. I'm not interested in this at all. But I did. And. But here's my problem with this section of the story. A, it does feel like we're moving too far away from the basic premise of the show, which is Sex in the City, and Carrie is a sex writer. And she's like, I'm good on going on a date and having casual sex. I'm like, ma'am, you are not living up to the premise of why I am here. Yeah. Well. But I do appreciate the idea that she's getting older. And that mm-hmm. as she says, like, there are consequences now. Like, I nothing is casual. But I just felt like... Can it be? Um, I think, why would Harry even want to set her up with Howie? What I think he's probably. I bet have? you his friend is like that guy that like wants to get married, and like he probably talks about it, and so he's like, "Oh, I know a single girl; she'll be at the wedding." Here you go. Gracie was throwing me at this guy that owned a nail salon, and now he's in my Instagram DMs. Well, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't approve, and. She's He's very run. cute and very He's need to run kind. those gentlemen by me before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I said to him, I was like, listen, you need to give Gracie a discount. And he said, okay. So I'm doing, you know, community service. Let's get him out of those DMs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, he's not like that cute. Like, I'm I, not like that into I, it. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> He has a job, at least. Mm-hmm. Oh, he has a business. Man. 
Sorry. Shots fired. <laughs> I'll get off the mic. Coming in and coming out. It's true. And he probably has a car. Oh, God. I thought wow. we were going to breadcrumb people. Whoa, whoa. We're really. Hold on. No car either? No. Well, how could you have a car if you don't have a job, Ryan? I understand no. that. but No like... mode of transportation. I mean, I don't have a car. I call Uber. Yeah, but you're from like the city. Like you live in the city. Like you walk everywhere. It's you fine. You live in the city. I didn't. And also, like Michigan, like you drive everywhere. It's That's not like true. a very walkable place. Oh, did you drive him everywhere? No, Brian, I didn't. He drove my car though. Did he walk to you? No, he took his parents' car. He Ubered. It's devastating. Yeah. Let's anyway. move on. Like I said, at least the other guy has a job. <laughs> yeah, and a car and a business. Uh, I and just think his, we can climb up the ladder. His salon did a great job on my nails. I think we could climb up the ladder a bit further. That's all I'm saying. Thank you for um, believing in me, even though Giselle's a, just an average woman. Who? What we don't am need I? To be at the first rung. <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 No. 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 So I don't know. Howie was gross. Then we go mm. back to the trapeze, and she can't jump again. And then we're flirting at the rehearsal dinner, and. Howie is cracking a lot of clown jokes and she's giggling. He's like, I'm a lion tamer. I'm like, oh my God. But then we cut to the bedroom. In one of the most shocking cuts, I'll never forget where I was the first time I saw it. I know. Because I simply didn't even understand what was happening based off of like orally what I was. And well, I was giving sort of Brady and Louisa, but I do think Louisa was having more fun. Louisa was the one ride him cowboy. She I mean, was going buck like she, wild. You know in Renaissance when Beyonce is like, does this thing during one point where she moves her neck a lot? Yeah. And everyone, <laughs> it, his yes. neck was popping sort of that way. It wasn't America's Got a Problem-esque. Well, the, I was so triggered is by this. Is something that men would do? Jackhammer? Yes. And it's fucking disgusting. Why wouldn't you just say, hey, slow down? Because sometimes it's just... Like if you, okay, you're too busy really rolling bad. your eyes. Yeah, that and also just like <laughs> that are and coming also, out today. Yeah, wow, guys, please, this is not by the big wall. Um, it's just sometimes it's like in in Carrie's situation, it's probably not even worth it for her to say anything because she's like, I know I'm never gonna see him again. So like, let's just get this over with. Like, but it I don't also even... wasn't short. It looked like he was in there for quite some time. In there? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> No. Yeah, no, the jackhammer. I think like a lot of like younger guys think like that's what girls want. I don't think jackrabbit would be a better term. Jackhammer speaks to like just. I guess well, it sometimes is the same. they're on top of you and they're like pounding down like this. And I guess and you're that just is like you're literally laying there like I hate this. And it wasn't a classic example it's of horrible. sexicity. Everyone's always having sex under sheets in this show. Well, it's Carrie. Like let's Samantha's go. out there swinging from the curtains. As she said, you're crazy for putting a harness on without even the promise of an orgasm. It's like, <laughs> guys, what's happening on this show? I know. It's bad. And then the next day, we get the com- the comedic beat of, like, Carrie's got a sex sprain, and she's sort of hurled over. Punched over. over. Like, sort of looking like she didn't, just like that season one when she had ever hip replaced. Mm-hmm. Stanford, I guess, is her date. And now this is the second time that um, Stanford has not been invited to invited properly to a um charlotte wedding he was sitting at the table the head table as carrie's date i suppose but right oh. like he, remember her first wedding he also wasn't invited yeah and he's like well i guess i'll be her plus one yeah. he's her last minute plus one because aiden doesn't go i think he's always kind of i know they've always had tension there <laughs> those two 
And he explored that before he, you know, became a monk. That Photoshop photo is disrespectful. It is. Now, what did you think of how oblivious Howie was to... This is why I think it's important, though, we should have seen them, like, pack up and leave. Like, how did they leave that, like, after she was Jack Rabbit? I'm sure he kissed her on the lips, hugged her. They pro- He probably brought her he a probably coffee. Spent the night. For sure. And, like, was like, I have to leave. Oh, no, he probably was like, I'd love to spend the night, but I have to leave to be there for Harry in the morning. I, I don't even think that happened. I think he's the kind of guy that, like, stays... No, because he's, like, the best man, so he probably needed to... Also, why isn't he with Harry the night before? Well, Charlotte and Harry were together. Aren't they not supposed to be? You can. I think for... I mean, it's her second wedding, so she's like, whatever. I mean, none of these rules matter. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I'm like, what? I yeah we're like um legally they can't see legally, one another legally the hours man and woman who live together already cannot see each other the day before the wedding or they will burn in hell mm-hmm. that is actually legal uh in Florida what is you can't see each other before listen your up Brian hell. I'm no He's getting out as soon as he can <laughs> good um I did appreciate his line if you if I'd known that I wouldn't have made love to you like that. That is such a white man thing to say. Because he really thought he was up to stuff. He thought he was bringing her into the heavens. When he said, like, but maybe we won't, but, but maybe we won't be sleeping. <laughs> I was like, ugh. <laughs> I know. He's like, I got a king-size size bed. bed. At a <laughs> tub and a, and a hotel room. I'm like, shut up. And she's like, hunch. She's like, uh-huh. Then we got his toast. Is there a jackhammer outside your window? No, I, it is the helicopter of some sort. Oh, okay, circling. Yeah, just, you know, keeping everybody safe. Love that. Um, And so then we've got Howie's Toast, which I think was meant to be like the comedic centerpiece of this episode, but I was not laughing. No. I don't care for this actor. Yeah, what else has he been in? He's like always kind of the annoying guy. I don't know, but he wasn't, not for me. What? Howie. Just like, I didn't care for this actor. I didn't like his performance. I feel like it would have worked more if you were really charmed by him at the beginning. And then he becomes an asshole. Mm-hmm. But I just never got, like, any sense of charm or joy from this performance. Yeah, he has nothing for us. Nothing. But then, Sam. What? We got the ending of this episode, and this is when it really became a like 2008 to 2012 rom com. When I heard that music, if I just breathe, <laughs> I thought, how will... dare they? I know that it, Michelle honestly, Branch. It was yes, so I upsetting. Love you. <laughs> it was Trailer so... thirteen going on thirty. <laughs> 27 dresses. Mm-hmm. Evil wears Prada. It, it, the only thing that could have been worse, remember that song, Suddenly I See, I See, that was like in every trailer for a bit? Yes. I just like, there are just certain songs that trigger something in me that I'm like, no, we can't do this. I know. And it's weird because I feel like in Sex and the City, they never really played music like that. That like, like very of its time needle drop. Yeah. It was kind of weird. Like if Unholy had played on and just like that when Sam Smith <laughs> popped up. You'd just be like, whoa. Or if like yeah. sandcastles just came or, on when Big died, it's like let's keep let's keep our music classic, like we classic, don't or just like instrumental. Moment. Yeah, I was just to, to hear that. How's it go? If, if I just, just 
Breathe. And she's giving her full, I don't know how she does it, failure to launch rom-com. Like, I'm I'm tackling this. I'm overcoming this. Pacifier in one hand and a briefcase. Like, who, who, what's going on? Yeah. And then to the fact that Making she's dragged those friends three watch. other friends. <laughs> I know. Making them watch her. To do nothing. To swing to around. on a net. And maybe not even be caught. She's not even do a, a trick. She's a literal clown in this episode. <sighs> clown. Oh, boy. Sorry. I guess we were really negative. What did you think of the fashion in this one? I like Charlotte's wedding dress. I loved Charlotte's wedding dress. I thought it was bold of Samantha to wear white to, to the rehearsal. Samantha's re- uh, to Charlotte's rehearsal dinner. I thought that too. I was just sort of like, huh, we're not going to comment on that. White and also like a a tied in the front kind of top. I guess she was like, I guess it was very casual. Get off. <laughs> True. Um, but yeah, there weren't many other big major fashion moments um, at all for me. <laughs> Howie was disgusting. And in terms of men, now I did not update this list. So we had <laughs> Howie, Smith, the voice Harry, of Steve, Harry. Stanford. Stanford. I, I'm going to go with Anthony this week. He was I'm a bright go- I'm going to go with Smith. Mm, not for me. Remember last week and him in that tank top? I hated that. Um, SNL. Those shoulders. TRL. What would you give this one out of 10? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'll appear on SNL at some point with Nina Katz. Um, with Stanley. Uh, nay, Stanford. Yeah. <laughs> what would you give this out of 10? A two. Yeah, I think I'm firmly at a two also. I will never watch this episode of Sex in the City again. I skip it every time I do a rewatch. Yeah, this one was... Um, I don't know what to do about this one. There's nothing to do. We did it. Is there anything? Let's try to end on a positive note. What are you looking forward to for the rest of this season of Sex and the City season? I'm excited to meet Dr. Robert Leeds. Okay, I did Google it. He is coming next week, by the way. Oh, for sure. Yes. Okay. I'm excited to get Alexander Petrovsky. And I'm just excited to see Carrie in like peak fashion to me. Like when I think of fashion in Sex and City, I think of like this next run. Wow, not to go negative, but see, I have found wow. the fashion in season six to be terrible. And I'm I said the next run, the next I'm, run is when we get into peak fashion. I'm not talking now. Right now, I'm she looks insane. I'm desperately missing season like two, three. I want her in just a simple dress with a flower on it. Okay, well, you're not going to be getting that. You're going to get a lot of beret work. Oh. And if I have to see Samantha in one more hat. Why are they doing that? I can't And do not it. just a cute hat. It's like a they fuck her up in those hats. It's like me when I'm like, I'm going to have fun today and just throw on like a big cowboy hat. It's like, guys. You wear a cowboy hat? I've been known to get up to some stuff in like my 20s where I'm just like, I'm going to be wacky at this party. What? And that was the wrong note for everyone Do you have involved. photos? I have that. You have the hat? That's what a stone's throw. Get it? right now absolutely not <laughs> please nope now the thing i'll wear it to the next shorty town hall <laughs> oh my god i'm writing um, it down so i don't forget <laughs> um now the next as if the amount of times you've said i'm writing this down so i don't forget <laughs> <laughs> we would have had about 18 episodes about the family stone we'd have an actual merch store we would have a lot <sighs> We'd have a lot if you um, remembered any of the notes you've ever written down. I want to get like a brain scan. 
I just want to know like why I am this way. Like what's going on with me? I don't know. I don't know. Because I can't seem to keep things straight. Nary one. I haven't seen you do it once. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess in terms of things I'm looking forward to, I'm I'm desperately looking forward to like the Carrie Miranda fight at the end of the season. Oh yeah, that's good. Go get our girl. Well, no, you're living in a fantasy. And no, I know, but I also like that part too. <laughs> so you mean when she's talking to Big and not Carrie? Right, right, right. What right. is wrong with you? Get that brain scan scheduled. <laughs> ASAP. I know. I'm like Stanley. I couldn't even say my own name at the beginning of this podcast. You're like, welcome to coming short. I'm Bushy <laughs> Sam. <What's, laughs> everything's backwards. <laughs> Bushy Sam. Short circuiting over there. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. We hope you'll join us again next week when we discuss Season 6, Episode 9, A Woman's Right to Shoes. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review Shortcomings wherever you listen to podcasts. You can support us by joining Patreon at patreon.com slash shortcomingspodcast. And you can follow us online. I'm at clewis1219. Sam, where are you? I'm at Bravo Historian on Instagram. All right, guys, bye. Bye. Bye.